Anybody for like a conga, like a conga version, version of I Will Survive? Survive? Come on, Larry.
is the music of African Head Charge and a song called Berry Berry off the record called Environmental Studies. You know, I was thinking when that was playing because I'm always thinking about something. It's very hard, like when they talk about meditation and uh, they suggest that you clear your mind. I don't think I've ever been good at that. I've actually studied meditation to try to figure out, well, how do you do that? How do you, you know, blank the slate, uh, you know, so you can start with a new thought? I have a very hard time with that. So anyway, on the subject of African head charge, while that was playing, I was wondering, who is an African head charge? Like, I knew that they were a band that was part of uh, Adrian Sherwood's On You Sound. Sort of the house band, if you will, of On You Sound. And uh, the group was formed by a, a guy named... Bonjo Iabinji Noah. And uh, if I if I botch that name, I'm sorry, Bonjo. But I'm doing my best. But anyway, the group, as it turns out, is a combination of people of African lineage and people of European lineage, but not anybody directly from Africa. Like uh, Bunjo is from Jamaica. And there are a bunch of other guys. Maybe one of those guys was from Africa directly, but the guy who began the group, Bunjo, was from Jamaica. So anyway, I'm, I'm pondering that, and I wonder if music is made by people of... African lineage is that music by proxy African music. I mean, maybe this is random and otherwise unimportant. But I started thinking about that. You know, is is uh, Motown African music? Is hip-hop, at least hip-hop made by people of African descent, is it African music? Is Cuban music African music? Is it Afro-Latino? You know, like before African Head Charge, we heard music by Bjorn Torsk and Prince Thomas. Is that European music? Is it Nordic music? Is it just music? I mean, I realize that these distinctions are not important but I was thinking about it because if you're going to name your band African Head Charge then you would think there would be an African in the band you would think but again I mean I'm in I'm in deep water here so bear with me but because a person's um, relatives fall under the umbrella of the African diaspora is their contribution artistically and otherwise an African accomplishment. You know, if a, 
if a man or a woman grew up in Europe but is African descent, is their contribution European or African or is it in fact just individual? Okay, anyway, I'm going to move on because I'm talking, you're not able to respond, and I'd be curious what you had to say. I'm asking these questions out of notable ignorance, but these are the things that go on in this big ticking toaster that sits on my shoulders. So anyway, African head charge, if you haven't picked that up already. Uh, Bjorn Torsk and Prince Thomas. From Square One, we heard a song called On You. And of course, the On You is relating to the On You sound of Adrian Sherwood's label. And just briefly to return to it, and on that subject, Adrian Sherwood made music that was clearly influenced by the music of Africa and the music of Jamaica, but he's a European. So is the European music? Anyway, and we began with the pop group from Live Y in dub. We heard We Are Time. We Are Time. Me and you I'm talking about. Yeah, I was really surprised at how hot that is. Because when I heard it, I thought, okay, that is that has got to be the pop group. The pop group, also a group produced by Adrian Sherwood. Or maybe, I think, yeah, they were, right? Anyway, um, I was thinking that had to be a legacy recording. Something from 40 years ago. Because it is so red hot. But as it turns out, no, no, that is, that is the music of the pop group from last year when they got back together to celebrate their debut record being uh, reissued in dub by Dennis Bovel. I'm amazed by people at that age who can still get that fired up. Me and my uh, family. When I say my family, I mean my kids and me and the bunny went to see Gang of Four a few weeks ago. This was not my idea because for the most part, these nostalgia tours are not really my deal. But my daughters really wanted to go to it. Like uh, playing that music in the house when they were kids had such a positive influence on them. As a family, they wanted us to see Gang of Four. And it was amazing, just exactly the level of energy. Like John King was on fire. That dude, that dude's older than me, and I'm old. But his his uh, his energy, his physicality, his ability to do that for an hour and a half, which is a little bit long for a show, I'd like to point out. But it was amazing. I was amazed. Uh, the band was a little bit sloppy but overall it was a great time and doing it with my kids amazing amazing so gratifying to find out i did something right as a parent so happy 
music is the thing that links me with my kids. I love that. So how you guys doing? My name is Mike. This is my show. It's called In My Room Radio. So I'm glad you're here for it. I got a humdinger of a show for you tonight. So uh, stick around. But I must tell you that uh, cats and kittens, boys and girls, non-binary human beings, thanks for coming back and joining me here because as of right now, you are in my room.
music based on traditional Turkish music made by a Turkish recording artist who calls herself Anadol. Anadol is uh, a, uh, a person named Uzun Havilar. Uzun Havilar, originally from Turkey, but now hanging out in Berlin because all the cool kids hang out in Berlin. So uh, if you dig that, Anna Dahl, uh, the record is called Felicita, and the track was called Gizli Doigular. Right. Uh, Sonic Youth, before that, they got a, a new archival recording out called In, Out, in and uh, we heard a song called Basement Contender. I didn't know it. I, I heard uh, an interview with Steve Shelley and he was talking about how that Sonic Youth have a big collection of archival stuff. All their uh, master tapes, all the junk that they've sold over the years, all the unreleased recordings and they had to like hire somebody to organize it all. It was just too much for the band to take on. So they hired the person who did the archival work for Fugazi. Like if you're not aware of it, Fugazi, every show that they did, they have a recording of that you can buy. They're really cheap and they're really good, but somebody had to organize all that. You know, what was the date? What was the venue? What did the band play? And and get all the recordings together. Well, that person also worked with Sonic Youth. So seemingly there's going to be Sonic Youth releases probably long past the memories of all of us old post-punkers. But I'm, I'm interested in seeing what else is in there. When he was talking about the archives, all I could think was, I want to go in there. I'd like to check that out. Let's go look at that, your basement. I want to see that. More ease in Claire Russe before that. From Infinite Futures, we heard the death of everything new. And we began that set with music from Pierre Bastien, my uh, love affair with Pierre Bastien continues from the Tinkle, Twang, and Toodle record. We had a song called Pet Step. So I was, um, I was talking earlier, back in the opening, about African Head Charge and whether or not anybody in the, in the group was actually from the continent of Africa. And there may well be more people, but I, sound, I found out definitively that Sonny... Akpan, Sonny Akpan, who has perished now, but the, he was from Nigeria. So no doubt about it, even though they clearly had people of African descent in the group, they had a straight-up card-carrying African in the group, Sonny Akpan. Is that important? Probably not. Probably not. There's so much great music influenced by Africa. And I've talked to people like my, my buddy, Dr. Thomas Stanley, 
about, you know, is it okay for other people to take in this music and include it in theirs? And the doc says it is a monkey see, monkey do world. And the great music is what is most important. So I go with that. But I still think about it. I think about these things. So uh, hour number one of In My Room, come and gone. And hour number two coming up. Stick around. More In My Room after this.
that I've always loved about music is falling in love with it. It's very like falling in love with another person. You know, like when you you meet them and you go, I, I don't know if I even like you. But little by little you realize you think about them all the time and you want to include them in your life. And for me, music is that way. And always has been, always, all the way back to when I was a little boy and I would hear music on the AM radio. You know, the, the hot hits of the day by the WPGC good guys out in uh, Morningside, Maryland. I fell in love with that music. I wanted it to be mine. I wanted to own it. And these days, when you come right down to it, we don't own anything. You know, we, that, that sense of ownership is gone from music, at least for me. But I, I still become completely obsessed with bands. And I enjoy that because I, I feel like that it, it gives life seasoning. It's like salt and pepper for life is meeting a band and feeling like I want you in my life. And that, that group, the duo that we just heard, they're called Dieu Fia. I want them in my life, even though they haven't existed for 40 years, I had never heard of them. Uh, there are a couple of fellas who uh, were cross-dressers. Now I don't believe that these guys, the way I understand it, were transgendered individuals. They were just two composers who wanted to create music as if they were female. They wanted to create music from a female perspective 
and they presented themselves to the world as if they were female. It wasn't, hey, look at these dudes, they're wearing dresses. It was, in fact, look at these women. Or just look at these, these non-binary people who want to broaden their understanding of gender through music. But I mention all that, but none of that is important. I didn't fall in love with that. I didn't even know that. When I first heard Dufia, I thought it was two females. But I loved the music. And then later I found out the a deeper story of their music. And so, like, Dufia, or the microphones. We also heard the microphones off the drums from Mount Erie in a song called Samba. Or, uh, you know, uh, Pena. Or Pierre Bastien. Music is not just the background for my life. It still has a valid place in my life as a driving force. I think that was my dream when I was a teenager is that it wouldn't go away. Because so many people, I, even then I knew people that had loved the music of the 60s, people that had loved the music of the 50s that didn't care about music anymore. They still loved this old music, but the passion for music left them at some point. You know, as they got married and had children and had careers and life pressed in on all sides and they were no longer able to engage in that way. Somehow, probably just through sheer manic dedication, I have been able to retain that level of love. You know, maybe I'm not as great as a fan as I once was. Like as a teenager, I used to write to the people I loved. I would write letters to Perubu. I would write letters to Brian Eno. I would write letters to Wire. And often I would get responses. I was that kind of a fan. You know, that, that slightly twisted fan who hangs around outside the, uh, the entrance to the club. Or that kid that says he has a fanzine so he can interview the people that he loves even though he doesn't have a fanzine and barely bothers to take notes. He just wants to meet these people. That's who I was. I'm not that guy anymore. But the music itself still makes me crazy. And I love it. I love it. I love it. So yeah, we heard Dufia and Double Happiness. The microphones from the drums from Mount Erie. We heard Peña from Superliminal and a song called Ayesa. And we began with music by Bjorn Torsk off the Kokening record, or Klockning, if you will. And a song called Sleetsko. Sleetsko, Baba. for the moment that is enough enthusiastic cheerleading for me let's continue on with music from Peru 
from uh, Vida and Marte from the uh, record Punk Rock for Antennas. This is called Home Alone.
Spirit of Miles Davis, circa 1970, you know, 20, 20, 50 some odd years ago. Holy guacamole, man. Time is so weird. So weird. I mean, I realize that is a deep rabbit hole to leap down. But two years, five years, 20 years, 50 years, at some point, it all feels the same really does but anyway it's not miles it is uh, one of john dwyer's collectives called bent arcana this is a song called oblivion sigil before that more ease and real life rock and that's what it's called uh, the group is called real life rock and that's my understanding. I, I never heard this before. I was just looking through the More Ease catalog. Speaking of people that I've got a little bit of a musical crush on, Mari More Ease and Real Life Rock and where a song called No Ordinary Dude. And we began that set with music from Vita and Marte from Punk Rock for Antennas in Home Alone, Home Alone. Yeah, so anyway, thanks for being here for another edition of In My Room Radio. My name is Mike. I am your host. So uh, come back again. I do this every week, once a week, a couple of hours on the Outer Limits of the Outer Limits. If you'd like to listen to the show again at your convenience or visit the incredible backlog of shows, go to inmyroom.podbean.com. If you would like to drop me an email, it is in my room radio at gmail.com. But I love you guys. I do. And I will see you again next week with more in my room. But until then, bye.